Hello, hello. I'm back for yet another episode in the same day. Uh, my kids have been gone for the weekend. Um, sitting here not knowing what to do with myself. I'm used to being kept busy. Um, so just me and my mind this weekend. And I want to talk about racism from a white woman's point of view. I have a lot of friends that are African American. I have friends that are Caucasian. I have friends that are Puerto Rican, Hispanic. Um, The point is I have a lot of friends from a lot of different races and cultures. And it always comes down to the black against white fight. That's what it seems like to me. And I will say from a white woman's perspective, due to the fact that I have biracial kids, I agree that racism nowadays is no better. It has not gotten better. I believe Trump has made things worse. I believe as people, we've made things worse as well. We could come to a common ground and there be unity, but there's still people that are always going to have that hate for other people for no good reason. And I come from a a small town. I'm from Bellevue, Ohio. It's very, very small. It's majority, pretty much 99% all Caucasian. Um, And I wasn't exposed to diversity and I wasn't around diverse. But there was something in me that I felt was different. I always knew there was something different. Um, I have only ever dated black men. I've never been with a white man or of any other race. And everyone in the school, even in high school, apparently knew I was different too. And they would bully on me or they would make comments to me. And this was before I had even started dating outside of my race. And it was already an issue. So I already was kind of pivy to what it could become. But then when I had my biracial children, it was a whole new world for me. Before my kids, I would walk into the grocery store uptown and everyone would say, Hey, how are you, Sarah? How are things going? How's your family? They would speak. They would say hello. They would they would welcome you with a smile or a hug. And then when I would walk in with my biracial kids, I was getting the cold shoulder. I wasn't being spoken to. I was getting the mean looks or the comments behind my back as we walked through and that's the first time I was about 20 years old and I was like wow I know now what they're talking about as far as racism as far as people just looking at another person based on skin color to come up with a stereotype or to come up with why they feel it's okay to treat them a certain way. I can never compare myself identically to what a black man or a black woman faces. I am not black and I cannot pretend that I am. I can only say that I understand that ignorance is bliss. I went through situations with my family, my own family, where they would hold my babies and say, oh, hey, Aunt Shemima, or... When my family gets angry with me, um, they will use the ER word and or the N word 
and I'm going to say that. I don't want to speak the term and try to be politically correct because I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable using the N-word, whether it ends in an E-R or whether it ends in an A. Um, It's not my place to use that word, and it's uncomfortable for me to even speak that word. Um, But I had to listen to that. I still, up till now, have to hear from certain family members that word when they're angry with me, or I have to hear them voice their opinions on people of opposite races that I feel is absolutely disgusting. I watched the other night on TV when they see us. Yes, I am so far behind. That came out. I don't even know when. Everyone's past talking about it. And I was sickened. I was sickened for one, what they did to them boys. I was sickened by the fact that politically they felt that it was okay to ruin lives and to just pin that on boys based on their their color. They were not given the same rights. The same thing does happen still today. I never understood, again, because I'm not, I'm not black or biracial for that matter. I had always heard that it's very difficult to be biracial because you don't fit in. And I thought that was bullcrap as well. Well, my kids have told me that that's not, that's, that it is truthful. My daughter's a teen. Um, The white kids think she's too black to hang out with them and the black kids think she's not black enough to hang out with them Um, and it goes back to the racism and the hate we're not born with hate we're born into families that raise us to have a mind frame so what I want people to be more conscious of and to think about is raise your kids to love everybody equally yes there was slavery yes the white people have done horrendous things that I am not even proud of. I'm embarrassed that they have made the history books. I am embarrassed of the movies. I am embarrassed of just the fact that we have treated other humans the way we have treated them. But raise your kids that people are people. I was at the store with Jackson one day and we were having a conversation and he had pointed out that another child was a different color than him, the skin color. And I took that opportunity to say, everyone has different skin colors. Look at mommy's and look at your sister and look at yours. But at the end of the day, if we get cut, we all bleed red. We all bleed red. We are all human. We all have hearts and minds and be on just the exterior We are people. As a community, we need to stop the us versus them. All races have drug addicts, drug dealers, abusers, killers, gangs, All races go through the same struggle as far as poverty, as far as careers, um, being in the criminal system. Not one is better than another. And we have been raised in a society to be us versus them. I don't understand that. White privilege is very real. That's coming from a white woman. I believe that is 
completely truthful. White privilege is real. The black brutality has gotten out of control. I stand with the Black Lives Matter movement. You can have a white child who will put their hands on a black child at school and somehow the black child is the villain. That that child is the troublemaker. That one is the one that, you know, is the problem. I've had that with my youngest daughter. And I've had to go in there and let them know they were not going to play that, that game with her and use the race to determine who was right or wrong. Black women have a tendency to not like white women a lot of times. They feel like we take their men. They make comments like their men want us because we're weaker and we don't stick up for ourselves. And even a lot of times, me being in biracial relationships, you get dirty looks. You get dirty looks from the white community. You get dirty looks from the black community. You get dirty looks from the older generations. And it don't make sense to me. If anything, I have not been in the greatest relationships. I have had black men get me pregnant and leave me to raise the children alone. I have been abused mentally, emotionally, physically. And when a black woman says to me, white women take our men. Personally, you should thank me because you should thank me that you didn't have to deal with that. That he put me through that. And not you, and now you know what type of man he is. We're not getting, it's not like we're taking better men. Men are men, no matter what color they are. So you don't have to hate us. When I moved to Cleveland, and I walked in to the detention center my first day of work, there was about three out of 150 Caucasians that worked back there in the detention center. And I will never forget how many of the women, they hated me already without knowing me. They wouldn't speak to me. They gave me dirty looks. So here, I was getting it from both sides. I was getting the Caucasian community looking at me crazy, mean mugging me, and cold shouldering me because I had my black children. But then I would go into the other community and be cold shouldered because now I'm against them or they feel that I think I'm better and I have never thought that I was better at all and I never will think that I am better so the point of all of this is love is love respect is respect humans are humans it's our job to change the way the future goes it's our job to raise kids um, it's our job to teach people that ignorance is not bliss. Um, and it starts with us. Change starts with each individual person. And if we banded together better instead of against each other, we'd be a lot more successful and there'd be a lot more peace.